Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's show. I'm so excited today. I have uh, an old friend who, um, Vikram Rajan, who uh, was on our summit last year. If you guys watched our Master Your Coaching Biz Summit, um, he was a guest. So I'm really excited that he's joining us here on the podcast. He is the president of Practice Marketing Inc. and the co-founder of Video Socials System. Uh, which is a video marketing automation app coupled with a community of lawyers, accountants, coaches, and consultants. And welcome, Vikram. I'm so excited that you're here joining us today. Hi, Cheryl. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. So tell us, um, tell, tell us a little bit about um, how you got started in this business. This world, yeah. So uh, like you mentioned, our members of Video Socials, they are your uh, very well-connected, well-seasoned professionals, a lot of coaches and consultants and uh, a good number of attorneys as well. And, you know, we all get our clients or our better clients through word of mouth referrals. And so we need to stay top of mind with those referral relationships, current clients, past clients, networking colleagues. And, you know, if we're out of sight, we're out of mind, we're out of those referrals. And so a while back, I would say almost 10 years at this point, uh, when blogging was and written blogging was kind of the predominant way of getting your name out there and your word out there, our clients were very busy. They still are. And so we needed to figure out a way to get them out of their own way. And we said, well, what if we just interviewed them over the telephone, recorded that, transcribed it, turned it into a written article, you know, shape it up with editing. Um, it'll be their words and their personality. We can just kind of handle the editing, the posting on their website, blog, posting on their social media, put it together as an email newsletter, kind of do the marketing infrastructure, those uh, the grunt work, if you will, um, but get their name out there. And, and again, you know, really stay true to their personal brand and, and their genuine expertise. And that works really well. Um, and it still does work really well. We have clients around the country and yet the world of the internet has shifted, uh, if you have noticed, uh, to the world of video. Um, and so a couple of years back, Facebook uh, announced uh, that they were going to uh, prioritize videos on uh, in their algorithm so they appear more often and we, we see the result of that. LinkedIn followed suit the following year, I think it was 2017. So now when we scroll LinkedIn, every other post is a video post. Um, but if you think about how many people we know that are actively posting videos on a regular basis, 
it's probably a really small number. It's not like half of our connections, yet half of the posts uh, are video posts. And so with that dichotomy and that priority, we said, all right, we got to get our type of clients into the world of video blogging and video marketing. And this was before COVID. So none of us were like kind of used to Zoom or sick and tired of Zoom and all that. Uh, And none of our clients wanted to be on video. Uh, They didn't want to be embarrassed. They didn't know like how many takes it would take. Um, A whole logistical nightmare. And so I said, well, my business partner, Mark, he was uh, the president of the largest Toastmasters chapter uh, back in in his younger days in Maui, uh, Hawaii. And uh, if you know what Toastmasters is, kind of like a public speaking club. And I said, well, what if we created a video blogging club, kind of like a Toastmasters, kind of like a networking group, uh, but a little bit different where instead of a networking group like on Zoom, if you've ever been to one, you know, there are a whole bunch of rectangles in the Zoom grid. Um, and when it's your turn, you kind of do an elevator pitch. Uh, with video socials, it's a little bit different. Uh, it's not really an elevator pitch. It's a nugget of knowledge. It's answering a frequently asked question or giving an insight, a do or don't, and a, basically a video blog. So when it's your turn as a member, you get spotlit and everyone's on mute and we become your audience and we cheer you on and clap for you when you're done. And you basically get a two minute recording of your insight, your expertise done for you. And then you get feedback on what you said that was great, what you could have done differently, what was the impact, what was memorable. And we have a whole framework around the feedback process, but that helps us kind of get the kinks out and get practice and get comfortable and more importantly, have fun and get it done. Um, And so that's really how we got into this world of video socials. What we realized um, was that after people got their videos recorded, it was like, all right, now what? Like, how do I get it online? And I don't have the time to do that. And so we developed an automation software where now you push a button and the videos get captioned and gets headlined and there's a call to action end screen and uh, it gets posted on WordPress and LinkedIn and Facebook and YouTube all automatically at a push of a button. Um, so our members who are you know, well-seasoned professionals, usually with maybe more gray hair than me, um, or just busy in general, they, they don't have to be uh, that seasoned. Um, but they're just busy, right? And so for them to sit there and figure out all the geek stuff and all the grunt stuff, they don't have the time for that. They, they got better things to do, like working with their clients and making money. Um, and we handle all that for them. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, and I know I, I, I actually thought that I was going to check out your group. So now I'm definitely going to do it. Oh yeah, yeah, come on by. Yeah, and you'll see because it, because it's social, our members end up liking and sharing each other's videos, which is a nice multiplier effect mm-hmm. uh, because it's not, you know, yes, practicing is good, posting is great, but getting shared is even better. Um, and so that happened and you'll see that in kind of in real time, how our members really get to know each other and share each other. Yeah, awesome. So, um, so what are the, um, well, we know why video, right? Because that's the thing now. And all the, all the social media algorithms are pushing video. Um, and of course, lives as well. Yeah. And I know that I'm, when I'm working with new coaches, getting them to do a live is so, so stress, <laughs> stressful for them. Um, and they prefer to try to do the video yeah. um, first. So that actually makes absolute sense to me. But what is, what is the, like, when they think about like what the content, like what do they do in the video? What's something that you could give us? Most of my audience is the newer. Sure. All right. So what, what would be a good way for them to kind of map out what should they do on a video? So our members are constantly giving each other topic ideas. So even for them to come as a guest, like you are like 
they'll get suggestions and they'll see the suggestions happening. We have a worksheet called the Blog Brainstormer. So they can go to blogbrainstormer.com because very often, like what you're saying, it's almost like writer's block. People think like, what am I gonna possibly be blogging about? Um, but you have a tremendous amount of life experience, let alone expertise. And so whittling that down into like nuggets, uh, two minute nuggets can be challenging, but it's, a, it's an easier process than people think. Uh, so Blog Brainstormer will help. In the beginning, um, they, it depends on how where they want to go. Do they want it to be much more of a personal blog where people are really getting to know who they are and why they do what they do? That can be really powerful. You know, there's that saying that nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And so your passion of why you're doing that, that Simon Sinek why concept of why you're in this field can be extremely powerful for people to not only recognize your, your expertise, but also your passion that you actually do care about someone's success. And obviously that's really important as a coach. So that can come through a lot. A lot of our members start with the frequently asked questions. So they're, especially if you've been practicing for a little bit, you know some of the questions that people are asking you time and time again, you're practically rehearsed with those questions and answers anyway. And then kind of on the flip side, there are those uh, rarely asked questions, the ones that, you know, you should be, should be asked, uh, but, <laughs> don't know what they don't know so they don't know to ask you and they're kind of awkward and embarrassed so they don't want to ask you so like bring out those objection questions bring out those awkward questions or the questions that people don't even know to ask uh but really it, it enables you to differentiate yourself that much more so and really showcase your personal brand so blog brainstormer is a great resource um it's free it's open just do it um it's even more fun to do it with someone else so uh, if anyone watching, listening wants to hop on a call and we'll kind of use the blog brainstormer for 20 minutes and come up with four or five ideas. And then you get to try one of them as a guest on a video socials. That's an easy way. Uh, but frequently asked questions, a great place to start your own trigger, passion, creation story, so to speak, of how you got started and why you're starting uh, is also another great place. Yeah, so that's amazing. <laughs> it kind of goes along with this, just the storytelling in general for yeah marketing, which is really important and, and definitely why not do it on video and in your, on your blog. Yeah. The more story driven, the better, right? Lessons and stories are easier to remember. People are captivated by stories. We all know that it takes a little bit of practice to get better at it, but um, I know that because I'm not all, all that great at it myself, uh, but I practice through video socials. Yeah, there you go. Um, so what are the, what are the, well, first of all, what's the cascading content or, or yeah. waterfall? Oh, yeah, sure. So the concept of cascading content uh, or the waterfall effect is, so for lack of a better phrase or analogy, video for us is kind of like the top of the food chain because when we were at Phone Blogger and we still have Phone Blogger, we kind of went one step above and said, well, if we can audio record it, we can then transcribe it and turn it into text, written uh, text. Likewise with video, well, once you have the video, well, you have the audio version that you could turn into podcasts and stuff like that. But then you could also, of course, transcribe a video because you've got the audio into a written article. And so if you take just a few minutes to create that video, obviously you have the video itself when you feel comfortable to go public with it, but you also have other forms of content already built in. And so you can kind of do one and get many out of it. And so it's that cascading content effect where we're like, great, get the video. Even if you don't want to use it, we could use the video part of it. We could use the audio and or the written part of it um, to get the content out of it. And people learn in different ways. People have different learning styles and people have different preferences. There are still people who rather skim and read an article more than watch a video. Video is great, 
because you know it's it's a proxy of being in person so we get to know like and trust you much more easily but a two-minute video we can skim a lot faster by text by written um from a search engine optimization standpoint there's a lot of power to it people can quote you a lot more easily and, and quote you in an email when it's in a written form um so there's a lot of advantages to the written form that you don't want to lose out because like you cheryl there are plenty of people who maybe prefer the written word um but the video helps tremendously because it's always not necessarily what you say but how you say it to use that cliche as well and the video really helps that because we don't have to be in perfect grammar when we're talking or on video, it can be very conversational versus when it's written. Um, if you have a read-along version, uh, like a transcript, then you don't have to be that grammatically correct because it's kind of a reference to the video. But if it's a standalone article, well, you can't just have like random, you know, clauses, phrases, ellipses. Yeah, it just doesn't look professional enough for our practices. So from that aspect, it takes a lot more work to then edit. So I tend to say, have a read-along version for those of you who like to read, um, but the video kind of gives you the excuse and you don't have to edit that read-along version. Yeah. Awesome. So, and that's interesting because it's an easy, it sounds like an easier way to repurpose content or, or yes, that's what I mean. repurpose content. Repurpose, transform, do one, get many, all that stuff. Okay. So, yeah. um, so what are the three types of video um, that are used to scale word of mouth referrals? So first of all, video in itself enables you kind of to, to scale that word of mouth beyond your real time. So if any of us are, are used to doing networking, going to networking groups and networking events, et cetera, that can be extremely powerful. Um, but what's, what's really cool is when videos get shared beyond our time, because then, you know, people are literally clicking share and it's like cloning ourselves. So video in and of itself is powerful. Um, what makes it even more is if you're creating different types of content for different types of purposes. What do I mean by that? So a video blog is great, especially in a professional sense, because it's these nuggets of knowledge. It's your thought leadership. It's your expertise. Um, so it gives you that kind of podium to kind of espouse your, uh, your insights. Um, the other aspect, however, is getting video testimonials where that social proof of other people raving about you can be maybe even more powerful and kind of drive people to get to know your video blog more because if Cheryl says I'm great, well then maybe people will watch my video. If I say I'm great, I just sound pompous. And like that doesn't, you know, of course I sound like great. But you know, the more you can get that third party endorsement, those your own clients, your own colleagues to rave about you, it, and, and that goes really back to the golden rule. The more you rave about others, more others will rave about you. It doesn't need to be a contrived swap. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that, but just mathematically it happens where the more you record video testimonials for others, the more others will bound to do that for you. Some of us are in professions where the client, our clients may not want to rave about us because you're helping them work through something that's very private or sensitive, maybe embarrassing, a taboo. And so for them to kind of admit that they're a client that they went through that, like if you're a divorce coach or a mental health therapist, you know, there where there are taboos and sensitivities where they're not gonna feel comfortable. And that can totally be understandable. There may be other ways around that. For example, if you have a course or a workshop or some other item that doesn't really help, uh, doesn't have them brand themselves as a client, a consumer or something else, they can rave about that piece of content without really putting themselves in a spotlight. The other and the easier 
is getting raves and testimonials from colleagues who know your work ethic. Maybe they're great referral relationships. You have mutual clients. So they know you really well and they know how you work really well. So it's still very authentic about uh, not only um, how you work, but who you are. And those kinds of raves and testimonials can be equally powerful. Well, we've started seeing that in addition to video blogs being your podium, and then the third party social proof, if you will, of testimonials is inevitably, uh, inevitably uh, going into the world of video interview podcasts. And like we were talking offline, that kind of almost came out of nowhere for us, where, of course, we knew about podcasts. I had my own uh, video interview podcast. Um, you know, obviously, that's there. But it only occurred to us really a couple of months ago, how many of our video socials members have their own video interview podcast, in addition to being great video bloggers to our community. And as we, were, as we started helping them promote their podcast through their video blogs, they started asking us to do different aspects of, you know, as I mentioned, offline, getting their video into the Apple Podcasts world or Google Podcasts or getting their audio podcasts into the world of YouTube or on their website. And in that midst of helping our clients and members with their video interview podcast, we realized like this, and of course, this is silly because for years I've had my own podcast, Earl. So it just never, it never occurred to me that I should be encouraging our clients, our members to be using that as a springboard, a way as you do to get to know potential clients and get to know referral relationships. Either these are clients and referral relationships that you're able to nurture and thank and give back, or it can be potential clients and potential referral relationships that you can feature, highlight, promote, and essentially kind of give value first, where in that sense, you've already kind of um, impressed them and, and given first, and now they're that much more happier to meet with you and learn more about you personally and see if they can do business with you. And so as we've been doing that for the past couple of months for our clients, we're like, that's so amazing. And now their video blogs basically are like the two minute teasers or infomercials uh, about their longer content, about that half hour podcast or video show that they have. And so the whole three kind of work together where the video blogs and the video testimonials and the video podcasts all work together. And we still say video podcast because I'm a podcast junkie. I listen to podcasts like constantly and I live in New York City. So there's always that subway commute for me to listen to podcasts. But still, the vast majority of people don't listen to podcasts as much as they are scrolling on social media. And so to get your podcast into the world of social media, video is the way because the algorithms want video. They don't want even a static image with audio is not as exciting as even just seeing a Zoom like we're doing. So from that aspect, it's relatively simple. For people who don't want to handle the tech stuff or won't, don't want to handle the scheduling of guests, you know, we have a whole a la carte aspect of kind of helping our type of clients who are busy uh, with their video interview podcast. But those are the kind of the three types of videos that really help you. And, and a further aspect is that when you feature someone else on your podcast, you know, on your stage, they want to share it with others because they're delighted, they're excited, they're impressed. Uh, most people aren't interviewed on podcasts on a regular basis. So when you choose them as your guest, uh, they're extremely honored as I am honored to be your guest. Oh, thank you. And I understand that completely. I, yeah. I'm always honored when, I, when somebody says, yeah, can you come on my podcast or, you know, yeah. or I put okay. a little application in and they're like, yeah, you sound like a perfect fit. It just, right. it just fits good. And, and like you said, you can do that for prospecting as well and building relationships and, just visibility in general. Right. 
Right. Um, and I do love like, and then, then, you know, kind of the co-creating because then we share each other's work, right? Because right. we, we share it on our social media, like any podcast that I'm in, I share it with my list. I share it with yeah. groups. And, and so you basically, you're, you're getting, getting two for one, right? You're creating your own video content. If you're the host, if you're a guest, you're, you, you now have video content. Um, as a host, you're getting shared as a guest, you're getting shared. So it's just like, yeah, it's like this, uh, you know, this wonderful, what if that uh, mutual admiration society comes <laughs> big, like, you know, like everyone's, everyone's loving it. So from that aspect, and of course there's value, right? You're not just on it, just a pitch. You're providing, hopefully I provided some value, right? That, that you're providing yeah, some type yeah. of insight and education where people can kind of get to know or do something with it. Even if they aren't ready to be your client, now they've gained some value and they remember you because you've had that positive impact. Um, so, so nowadays I'm talking about those three types of videos because we're constantly, our members are recording video testimonials for others through our video blogging clubs. Obviously video blogs are as standalones and as those highlight teasers, infomercials for their longer podcasts. Yeah. Great. And then those that kind of hate video, you're saying that, that you can still just use that video yeah. as a way to repurpose as, content. Yeah. You can still use the audio. I mean, look, not all of us love seeing ourselves on video. Um, and so that's fair. Right. I mean, at this point, I think most of us are kind of used to it and kind of tolerate it, you know, with at this point, like we're on zoom, at, you know, all day, every day, maybe more than we want to be. Um, so you know, it's kind of once you can get over the awkwardness of where to stare in the black hole of a camera and stuff like that, you know, at this point, we're all pro probably pretty conversational on Zoom and other types of video conferences. And that's really the goal for the first couple of weeks with our members of kind of like get over the fact that you're getting recorded and just have a conversation. And the more you can be genuine and be yourself, uh, that's really where uh, the value and, and your personality shine through. You're not going to necessarily connect with everyone with your personality and expertise, but you'll connect with the right people and the right potential clients. Yeah, awesome. All right, wow, that time just flew by. Um, so what are your kind of final thoughts to somebody saying, you know what, I really do want to try this? Yeah, uh, you know, they should just come. Uh, they can come as a spectator to a video blogging club. They don't have to record their very first time. We also we always do joke that if you come a second time, you will be forced. Um, and we say that jokingly, but it's probably true. <laughs> like, sorry, not sorry. Uh, and even the first time, I say take a crack at it. At this point, you're probably sick and tired of Zoom, so you're kind of used to it. You've been to Zoom networking things. We're a little different, right? Like, but the very first time as a guest. Treat it like a networking group. You know, get that elevator pitch recorded, get that intro recorded for your LinkedIn profile or what have you. And then we'll figure out the priority topics of that frequently asked question, et cetera. Don't put too much pressure as a guest of well, what am I going to say? Just introduce yourself of uh, not only what you do and who you do it for, but why you do what you do. Again, that passion of why comes through that much more easily. And you tend to tell a story much more easily when you talk about why. Um, and then hopefully you're able to use that video because part one are the clubs, part two is the automation, and inevitably our members will start sharing you because it's kind of cool to see you record a video in front of us, and then the next day you're posting it on LinkedIn. It's like I was in the room when it happened. I remember when Cheryl recorded that video, and of course I want to share it because I remember giving her feedback or watching other people give her feedback, and so it's a very endearing and nurturing, supportive community, very fun, and it's video blogging together, fun and done. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, so you have a you have a free gift um, yeah. for my audience. 
that is a few gifts. So I, I want everyone to basically get a video recorded, get it captioned, get it posted. Uh, and at the very least, it's practice, but I want everyone getting it, uh, getting it posted. At this point, video still enables you to stand out from the crowd. By you know a year or two, it's going to be something where you have to do to fit in, and we don't want it to feel like this obligation. It, it should be a natural aspect of who you are. It shouldn't feel salesy or marketing. It's it's you sharing your insights. You're you're an educator as a coach. You're you're an educator. You're a nurturer. Um, be that, um, and and be yourself, and, and you'll make the right connections. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so. Um, you hear that guys, you can go be a guest for free and get your first video recorded and captioned so that you can um, share it. So that'd be amazing. I encourage you to do that. And um, thank you so much for joining us today. Rickram, I had a great time and um, I love I love everything that you're doing over there. So thank you for that. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you uh, uh, at a club. And I'm sure we're seeing each other at, at our show host events. So it'll be yes, fun. Yes, definitely. All right, guys, um, I'll have all the information and links in the show notes. And I will see you on the next episode of Master Your Coaching Biz. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.